Welcome to Brotherly Bond, the James Bond Top 10 List Podcast, where we count down the top 10 of all things Bond. I am about to inaugurate a little war. I am certain that two such perceptive talents will enjoy working together. And now we can go somewhere for an interesting talk. Suppose you start the conversation. Why is it people who can't take advice always insist on giving it? I bet I know a lot more things than you do. Thanks for dropping in, Dave. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> No, it isn't, is it? The old game. You expect me to talk? Give a wolf a taste, and keep him hungry. By tomorrow, Ten, we'll be good friends. Nine, eight, something more sociable. Seven, I got a brother. Six, five, Small world. four, three, it's time to get out. two, one. Welcome to Brotherly Bond, the podcast where two brothers... Count down the top ten of all things related to our favorite cinematic secret agent, James Bond 007. Favorite movie, best car chase, smartest villain, goofiest gadget. We'll cover it all right here at Brotherly Bond. We will analyze, discuss, appreciate, and ultimately rank the top ten of everything and anything from the vast James Bond universe. In each episode, we will select a James Bond topic. Then, we'll each create an all-time top 10 list to match that topic. We will then reveal our list live right here for your listening pleasure. But before we dive into this week's top 10 category, a brief word from today's sponsor. This is an urgent message from MI6. Have you ever thought about making a podcast of your own? Allow me to introduce you to Anchor, the easiest way to get started in the ever-growing world of podcast entertainment. Their simple and comprehensive creation tool allows podcasters of all levels to record and edit their own audio right from a phone or computer. And, once your podcast is complete, Anchor will distribute it to be heard by millions of listeners across many platforms, like Spotify and Apple. It's literally everything you need at your fingertips, and it's all free. Head over to the App Store and download the free Anchor app, or, go to anchor.fm, to get started and learn more. Once again, that's Anchor in the App Store, or Anchor FM in the browser. Get started today. And now, on to the countdown. Welcome back to Brotherly Bond. This week we have another fantastic episode for you. And this episode is going to be a little bit different uh, and may take a little bit of explanation. So before we tell you about that, let's say this is the episode of the best James Bond ending. That's right. So AJ, what does that mean? What, what are we talking about when it comes to best ending? So I, I love this category because again, it just boils down one aspect of each movie that we can dive into and that is everything that happens after the climax of the movie after the big explosion or after bond and the his best gal escape <laughs> and um whatever happens after that we're, we're calling the end of the movie the ending we could also call it the epilogue oh nice i like that and today this is your list today right my list today. I'm, I'm excited about that. Absolutely. So how did you go about uh, creating your list? Well, yeah, I just went through and watched every single, <laughs> all 25 endings, even though, you know, I, I know them very well. 
but I just went back, watched, and I kind of took note of of the significance of the ending as regards to the whole movie. You know, is it funny? Is it serious? Is it uh, is it impactful? Is it just silly? Bond movies gives us all of that <laughs> at different times. And and then I, I, I just ranked them based on, you know, what I think the best endings are. I'm anxious to find out if uh, if the O. James episode, uh, <laughs> best endings, uh, are higher on your list <laughs> after that montage uh, yeah. that you gave us oh, right. in uh, our episode of The Man with the Golden Gun previously uh, sent out. So Yeah, that was a lot of fun to put together. <laughs> and, and actually putting this top 10 list together i found a few more in fact more o james's yes okay the man with the golden gun is not the first time Uh oh i found out all right so what was the first time tiffany case in diamonds are forever says it just not she doesn't say it in locked in arms of embrace here okay she walks up to bond he's standing by the railing which you know we'll get into because this is the end of sure sure yeah forever (laughs) and she just goes oh james how are we gonna get the diamonds down you know right okay well he's certainly left with his tails between his legs oh james oh yes what were you about to ask me james how the hell do we get those diamonds down again so she actually says, oh, James. Two in, uh, movies earlier. Yeah. So I'll have to include that in my next um, montage. Oh, James montage. <laughs> <laughs> One more oh, James for you guys. Yep. That's fantastic. And there is some, there's a bunch of oh, Jameses that don't appear at the end of the movie. Too. Right. I think we're so accustomed to that, though. Yeah. It's like, that's how it feels. That's how it should end. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I feel like Natalia Simonova says it in goldeneye at some point so maybe but not at the end okay anyway awesome getting off topic sorry yeah that was my (laughs) fault i was just so curious about that yeah well before we jump into your list of james bond's all-time top 10 best ending why don't we do a little trivia brotherly bond trivia begins in three two one all right in this week's trivia James Bond frequently ends a mission in the arms of a beautiful woman. But how many times has a film ended where James Bond does not have a woman with him? Oh, wow. How many times has a film ended where James Bond does not have a woman with him? And I'm going to exclude just right now Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, right. We'll just take that one out of the running. (laughs) Okay. Well, Because they're together. You could just say... But she had died. Yeah. So that's why I'll take that one out of there. No Honor Majesty's Secret Service. So how many times has a film ended where James Bond does not have a woman with him at all? All right. Okay. (laughs) Well, that'll be tricky. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So with that, AJ, let's hear your number 10 best ending. Number 10. I'm going to start out with You Only Live Twice. Very cool. Yes. I'm going right to 1967's You Only Live Twice, where Bond has escaped the um, exploding volcano lair, and um, he and Kissy Suzuki, is they're swimming out. They find a life raft. Now, uh, about that honeymoon. Why not? But they'll never let you stay. But they'll never find us. They'll never find us. And then uprises the, the British submarine right below them. <laughs> right. Yep. And then 
you know cue the credits so i i just think it's a it's a fun classic bond ending bond is doing what he does which is is be with the the beautiful woman at the end and uh and then something really exciting happens yeah for sure and i think this style of an ending they do this a lot right. where they think they're alone yeah <laughs> uh and they're really really not uh and then james bond maybe he'll find a way to really make them alone or <laughs> you know if it's um, you know, Honey Rider, that sort of thing, but right. um, you know, or not, or they just get away and they have to go find some alone time later. Right. But, but yeah, I think this is a great one, and, and I love, I, I agree with you. I love the uh, the dialogue back and forth. It's so fun to see that submarine rising. Yeah, because um, you you can't help but to say how how they're going to get out of there. Just they're just on a little raft. Right. The volcano is exploding. <laughs> it's very dangerous. So, but uh, you know, I I think that's a great one. It's a classic one. One thing that really caught me, yeah, because like you said, it is somewhat uh somewhat typical of bond one thing that really struck me was that the the three hard cuts that that, yeah. that they do you know with like a kind of a blink noise you know <laughs> right bump, right bump, 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 as we get closer to them in the life raft and, and i just thought that was really cool so you start out with that first shot which you know shows how alone they maybe are in the ocean and then they keep getting closer and it, it, this one grabbed me yeah as a fun it's a one cool edit it's a it's a fun ending absolutely one interesting fact <laughs> about this ending is that the the submarine rising maybe you know this already but it was all filmed in reverse because they couldn't get it to work oh i bet not with the water displacing and exactly they just go off to one the side raft, or the other yeah they would they, they kept getting <laughs> dumped off dumped out into the ocean because the raft would tip over yeah. so so they just started with the submarine up and brought it and brought it down and that worked perfectly so i had no idea yeah and if you know that next time you watch it you will t- i can't unsee it yeah now. you can tell because the, <laughs> the water just swirls a little weird right you know? right so you can kind of tell it's in reverse but that's that's how they pulled that trick off that's awesome and it worked well because i am you know today years old when i <laughs> realized that that was the case yeah i probably would have never realized it had you not told me right or I not read it at some point so yeah right Oh, that's wonderful. All right. You only live twice with Kissy Suzuki and the raft and the submarine is your number 10. Let's move on. Number nine. So for number nine, I'm staying old school here. It's Dr. No. Great. Bond and Honey Rider have escaped the destruction of Crab Key in a boat that uh, Bond hijacks. He, he knocks a couple guards out and pushes them into the water and somehow they're immediately... Not trying to get back in. Right, but. right. <laughs> and then they promptly run out of gas, at least according to Bond. I have some theories on that. but That's an interesting thought right away. Yeah. Right, right. Bond and Honey have that cute exchange where Bond's like, we've run out of fuel. What are we going to do now? we run out of fuel. What are we going to do now? Well, we can swim or, uh... Or what? Come here. Well, we can swim or, uh... <laughs> right. Or what? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and so on and so on. But uh, then Lighter shows up in, like, a PT boat or something, mm-hmm. looking very World War II-ish in the, the Navy Blues, and, uh, yeah. and and he's there to rescue him. He, he gives him a tow. Ahoy, Mr. Bond. Ahoy, Mr. Bond. Well, well, what's the matter? Do you need help? I'm quite sure you don't. 
And then, of course, while Bond and Honey are in a passionate embrace, Bond untethers the line, and that's... Yeah, he just lets go of the rope. Right, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Come back in a little while, Felix. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, it's it's cute, and it's it's Bond being Bond, and... um. And and I will say my theory is that they never were out of gas because I don't think Bond would put themselves in in uh, the danger of being stranded in the middle of the ocean. Right. So. <laughs> he didn't have time to check really the gauge or pick which boat, but I agree with you. I yeah. think that that makes sense to me. And the other funny thing is he was like checking, looked like he was checking like an oil dipstick, not really the fuel gauge. <laughs> Just trying to he, convince yeah. Honey that, uh, yeah. oh yeah, no, it's definitely, <laughs> we're definitely stranded. Right. But I, I'm I'm such a sucker for Connery and his charisma and, and that, that often is really shown at the end of the movies. So it really comes out. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Dr. No at number nine with Honey Rider, kind of rescued by Felix Leiter. <laughs> number eight. All right, we're moving way up to 1997's Tomorrow Never Dies. This is another kind of style one for me. What happens in it isn't a lot, but I just I just like the way they film it. So after Bond has that amazing uh, rescue of Wei Lin who was drowning, she was trapped in the chains, and and then Bond rescues her, and then there's the huge explosion. They are they take refuge on uh, some floating wreckage of Carver stealth ship. And then um, the HMS Bedford comes by to rescue them. Commander Bond, <sighs> Colonel Lin, this is the HMS Bedford. Are you there? I don't know. The way they filmed it, they kind of they slowed. They did a slow mo thing when Waylon looks, and the lighting of it and everything. It just, I don't know. It just, it just was had tons of style points for me, and. Um, and so it made my list. They're looking for us, James. Let's stay undercover. stay undercover that's right so but i just i love the slow motion shot that they do and the lighting of it and also and this really jumped it up for me the very last thing is it's a ends with a memoriam to albert broccoli who had passed away during the filming of this movie yeah so obviously like one of the most important people to the bond series he passes away and so the the ending of the movie it's kind of a tribute to him so that that gave it some uh, bonus points as well yeah i i really enjoy this one too um and you're right about having cubby on there i think that's fantastic i i definitely picked up on that slow motion camera piece too and i think that's a really cool look with the spotlight in the background while they're searching for him so yep. I, I agree i think this is a it's a classic uh james bond ending um and i think uh titanic should take note because they were just fine on the wreckage together. Just throwing that out there. Um, no, I think it's a, it's a great classic ending, and, and I absolutely dig it. Awesome. Number seven. This is the toughest one for me to place out of all 25 of them. 
but it lands at number seven, and that's No Time to Die. Sure, yeah. Number seven, I have such a love-hate thing with this because obviously it's so hard. Well, we'll go through it. So it's the only ending that obviously doesn't feature Bond because the ending, the epilogue, happens after his death. So it starts in M's office with a heartfelt toast to 007 and that poem by... Jack London, I believe. That's my right. memory is right. Yep. The function of man is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. And that's a really amazing scene, really. And uh, and then we cut to Madeline. Swan driving through the windy Italian countryside and telling her daughter all about a man named Bond. I think I'm going to tell you a story about a man. His name was Bond. James Bond. That's the last line and I mean, as far as like beauty and and just wrapping up the Daniel Craig storyline, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not quite as high just because you know Bond is, is in it. He's, <laughs> right, he's not around. Um, I don't know. I could I could have put this number one. <laughs> you know, if if I was completely enamored with the idea of Bond dying. <laughs> yeah, as as a as a plot point anyway. Right. But uh, it lands at number seven. I mean, No Time to Die, I think, is a really good movie with all of the, you know, with all the things we've talked about in previous episodes, you know. So, obviously, there's things about it we don't love, but uh, it's still a really cool ending. It's It wraps up the Daniel Craig five movie storyline so well, and... Um, and so it landed at number seven. Well, I uh, I agree with you. I have it at six on my list. Okay. Uh, and for basically all the same reasons you did, it's a beautiful ending. Right. It is. They did it so well. Yep. Uh, and then when you add the Louis Armstrong music on top of oh it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I forgot to even right? mention that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's just, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. They yeah. drive off, uh, you know, together. Uh, and I and I don't have it as high as well for the same reason James Bond is not there. Right. And, <laughs> and I am one who, you know, I, I don't have a problem with the way they ended No Time to Die. Uh, but I think that in this particular category, I think it's uh, it's really fun to have James Bond there. <laughs> yeah. So this is definitely a, you know, recognition of how great an ending and epilogue they did. And like you said, for the James, uh, for the Daniel Craig legacy, it, right. it's amazing. It's an incredible last uh, portion of a movie for for a James Bond actor. Yep. Um, but I, I didn't put it as high as well. Although we could say six and seven out of twenty five is still pretty good, pretty darn good. Yeah. And who knows? In ten years, when we look back, that's it, true. It, we might like it more. But yeah, six and seven. I think that's a good place for I it. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Number six. At number six, I'm going very classic old school. It's my number one Bond movie. That's Goldfinger. Oh, cool. Goldfinger. Again, it's it's not. There's not a lot that happens here, unless you start with the. We probably should start with the plane. 
I would agree that's where it should begin because the yeah. action sequence ends after Fort Knox is done. Right. That's the climax. Felix says, you know, drinks for three. Yep. Puts <laughs> <laughs> he puts them on the plane. I suppose I'll be able to get a drink here. I told the stewardess, liquor for three. Who are the other two? Oh, there are no other two. Goodbye, Felix. So long, James. Good luck. So then, yeah, you have the whole, you have the whole plane fight scene where Goldfinger surprises Bond. I'm glad to have you aboard, Mr. Bond. Well, congratulations on your uh, promotion, Goldfinger. Are you having lunch at the White House, too? In two hours, I shall be in Cuba. And you have interfered with my plans for the last time, Mr. Bond. And his death through the window, and then they... <laughs> <laughs> Suspend your disbelief just a little bit, ladies right. and gentlemen. But yeah. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, they, they parachute to safety... Then there's a rescue helicopter with our least favorite lighter, one of the least favorite lighters. Yeah, definitely. Yep, coming by. Pussy Galore waves for help, and Bond playfully trips her and utters the famous last line. Oh, no, you don't. This is no time to be rescued. I mean, everything about Goldfinger is so classic and... The lines are, they just live on. But yeah, this is no time to be rescued. That's right, it isn't. Right. And then um, he pulls the parachute over them, you know, and... Fade to credits. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of like like the Bond teaser. The pre-title sequence is classic. It's nothing it's nothing super dazzling, but it's just classic. And that's that's what Gold, the, the ending of Goldfinger is as well. It's it's so good. And it, it wraps it up so nicely. And, and you, it makes you just want more... You want the next Bond movie to be released a week later, so you can just <laughs> jump right back into his adventures. Absolutely. Uh, I, I have very little to add here. I, I agree with you. It puts a wonderful button on it. Um, you know, they take care of Goldfinger. Everything at lens, you know, ends up perfect and happy and great and on to the ne- next mission, which is also fantastic. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is a great one. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, Dentonite Toothpaste. It's the newest and freshest toothpaste on the market. It cleans your teeth and adds an explosive blast of flavor, sure to knock out anyone in its radius. Dentonite is perfect for all ages and fits conveniently in your attache case for the spy on the go. Not only does it whiten your teeth, but it gets rid of those pesky bulletproof windows with one click of a button. 9 out of 10 heads of Q Branch approve of Dentonite Toothpaste. So get yours today. And now, back to the countdown. Number 5. And then at number 5, I'm finally going... With a, a Dalton movie, it's one. Of, it's my favorite Dalton. I know which one this is going to be. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the Living Daylights. Oh, actually, I didn't. You thought it was License to Kill? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Living Daylights. No, I actually prefer Living Daylights over that. 
I prefer Living Daylights in almost every respect over License to <laughs> well, Kill. That's true. <laughs> I thought you had a partiality towards uh, License to Kill. Anyway, we can talk about that one later. I think I, I think I used to like yeah. it more. You like jumping in that pool. All right, that's yeah. for honorable mentions. Let's talk about <laughs> Living Daylights. Sorry. <laughs> yep. So Living Daylights. Um, so Kara Milovi has a has one of her like premier performance as a solo artist, and it's pretty cool. She's just she's knocking it out of the park. With her playing, and then you know the camera shows the cello, and it still has the the bullet hole in it. You know, which I'm sure it, it still sounds great. Sounds perfect still. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a Stradivarius. All right, they all yeah. have names. Yeah, <laughs> the Lady Rose, right? Yes, it's the Lady Rose. That's right. After the performance, so many fun things happens. You know, she's being swarmed by uh, reporters and fans, and then M comes up and takes her away and then she meets General Gogol who's now with the Foreign Service. General Gogol, Miss Caramelo. Magnificent. I hope you can find time to play in Moscow very soon. It's quite all right. General Gogol is now with their Foreign Service. He's arranged an immigration visa. So you can come and go as you like. (laughs) Wonderful. You know, he's going to give her like a diplomatic passport so she can to come to and you know everything's going great and then Cameron Shaw comes in with all his <laughs> with all his uh, yeah um, armed, armed to the teeth yes they got the uh, bullets over the yep. chests the like, bandoleros or whatever on, yeah just crazy and you they know? had a little trouble at the airport at the airport yeah I'm sorry we missed the concert we had some trouble at the airport can't imagine why uh, General Gogol I don't believe you've met Cameron Shaw. My pleasure. Just, it's such a fun little uh, ten seconds there. Robert Brown is fantastic in that moment, by the way. Can't right. imagine why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, and then M says that. Uh, Where's James? Unhappily, he's on assignment abroad. I'll be with you shortly. Regrettably, Bond is on assignment, and of course, Kara immediately. This is oh, the part yeah, I, right. I, I think, is a little sappy, but she immediately like gets teary-eyed and runs <laughs> off to her dressing room. <laughs> you didn't think I'd miss this performance, did you? And then, very quietly, you hear Carmiolovi go, oh, James. (laughs) (laughs) Added to the list. Yep. It's a John Glenn, so yeah. It is a John Glenn. She did it very subtly, though. It's, It's not... It's not in your face like Maud Adams right. in Octopussy or something where she <laughs> or was just, James! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just let us have it. And, and she says it twice. You saying James like that is just going to live in my ears uh, that's forever. Th- Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was a little, <laughs> that was a little much. Your new ringtone on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a really fun ending to, I think, an underrated movie, although just... From what I see, p- people are appreciating it more and more. So. Myself included, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This th- you're right. There's lots of fun little things that happen in this one. Um, and I like this one, too. It's yeah. another classic ending. In the arms, got the roses, fade away, <laughs> music begins. And yeah. yeah, it's just another great one. Number four. All right, my last four. I really like all of them and... I like the order too, but yeah, I just I'm really passionate about all four of these. Awesome. You probably aren't going to be like my first one, but number four, I have Quantum of Solace. Great. I I think it's 
the best part of that movie. I mean, it wraps it up so well. The, the only fault I'd give it is it, it might be a little dialogue heavy with M, where, where they just really had to tell us everything, you know. However, I just love it. He, it starts out in Kazan, Russia, where Bond is waiting in an apartment for a happy couple to return, seemingly happy. Bond confronts them with, you know, with his weapon drawn. You're Canadian? You work in Canadian intelligence? That's all right, I know you do. And knowing this man, I'd guess you have access to some very sensitive material, which you're going to be forced to give up. His life will be threatened, and because you love him, you won't hesitate. It's a beautiful necklace. Did he give it to you? Yeah, one just like it. He gave it to a friend of mine. Someone very close to me. And she's wearing the same neck necklace that, that Vesper had. So Bond lets her go, but has unfinished business with with the man. And then you cut to the exterior where Bond walks out and and M of course asks him Is he still alive? He is. I'm surprised. Did you find what you were looking for? Yes. Good. I assume you have no regrets. I don't. What about you? Of course not. That would be unprofessional. Because after two movies of Bond killing everyone, yeah. <laughs> instead of so it's it's kind of a cool moment there. And then and then Bond and M they discuss you know regrets. They discuss um, Dominic Green's demise. Um, lighters promotion that's what I mean where they they really talk about a lot of stuff they wrap it up yep. yes and then finally they get to the important thing and that's Vesper where 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 Bond says congratulations you were right about what about Vesper ma'am Bond I need you back I never left I just love the last the last line of the movie. M says, "Bond, I need you back," and he turns around and says, "I never left." You know, it's yeah. such a great last line. Because he didn't leave; right. he was always working, always working. And yeah, even though M may have doubted his, you know, intentions or, or methods, motivation, how he was yeah. going about it, right? So, and then the final shot is the the necklace mm-hmm. that Bond mm-hmm. drops in the in the snow, and it's just such a cool ending uh just amazing i it's one reason quantum keeps kind of moving up for me you know it's not jumping up as much as living daylights has but uh but i'm definitely appreciating the movie a lot more right and the ending has just a ton to do with that yeah it leaves you in a really good place when that movie ends right you you may not have liked a lot of what was happening but man, that ending is great. What you said at the beginning, which is this is the best part of this movie, I completely <laughs> agree with. And not necessarily to, you know, you know, dump on Quantum of Solace, but more so to say that this is a really good ending. It's really filmed good. beautifully. The snow falling, you know, bon- uh, M gives Bond the opportunity to exact revenge. Right. She yeah. expected him to do it. She gave him the space 
to yes. do it. This is your thing. And she understood, I think, that he needed to make a decision. And whatever that decision was, was how it, he was going to move on with himself. Right. You know, not even just as an agent, but just as a human being. Yep. How he was going to, you know, reconcile um, with uh, with Vesper. Right. Uh, and I thought it was incredible. I agree. I, I don't mind so much their dialogue with M and Bond. I think it's fine. You're right. You're right. When you say it that way, they do, man, everything's in a bow for you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the reason I, the reason yeah. I mentioned that is just when, when I went back and watched it with, um, just ending in mind, my memory did not recall all of that dialogue. So then when I watched it, I'm like, wow, they're really going on and on before we get to my line that I'm just dying, yes. dying to hear. Yes. I never left, you know, and serious Daniel Craig, you know. So th- that's probably why I mentioned it. But yeah, also, you know, this, this movie was filmed and produced during the writer's strike. So yeah, I was I just mean, gonna mention, I wonder if that had something to do with it. Right. So if a writer or writers would have found a more concise yeah, and uh, poetic, stylized, yeah, stylistic, yeah. less yeah. prose, more poetry sort right. of thing. Right. Um, but you're right. right, you're right. I don't mind it either because because the payoff at the end yeah. with the line and the and the necklace in the snow is is yeah. just Perfect. I have no problem with this one, and in fact, this is actually only the second one that we match. That we match on, <laughs> and I have it higher. Wow! I loved this ending. I thought it was nice. so classy. So nice. yeah, Quantum of Solace. I I never left. Is, is great. Sweet. Well, let's get to your top three then. Number three. Top three. You're gonna love this one. It's a no-brainer, really, and that's Skyfall. Skyfall is so good because so much happens bond so yeah bond is returned to london and um, he's standing on the roof of the mi6 headquarters it's such a cool shot he's got his hands in his coat pockets and you can see in the distance the union jack flag waving and then money benny joins them and he uh, what's the line hate to waste a view <laughs> such a cool line she starts with wow yeah <laughs> a very abrupt that's true wow yeah and that's something that it's always bothered me about it okay not to ruin your flow but sure yeah wow yeah they had this amazing death and everything and then this yeah. gorgeous scene and then wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right wow i didn't even know you could come up here hate to waste a view i can see why yeah, she never knew you could come up there. Right. So I like that part. Yep. It's just the wow. Yep. <laughs> anyway, Money Penny uh, gives him M's final gift for Bond, which turns out to be the the bulldog statue from her desk. I think it's a bulldog. Yes. Maybe it was her way of telling you to take a desk job. Just the opposite. Thank you. And then um, Bond and Money Penny go to M's office, where they are where they are actually formally introduced, and we get to know. Even though most of us probably knew that's Eve Money Penny. You know, we've never formally been introduced. Oh. Well, my name's Eve. Eve Money Penny. Well, I look forward to our time together, Miss Money Penny. Me too. I'm sure we'll have one or two close shaves. They're formally introduced, and and we finally hear that's that's Miss Money Penny now. Yeah. Yep. After all, you know, two and a half hour movie. 
And then Tanner shows up and sends N to his office, and uh, and I just love that whole thing. How's the arm, sir? What? Oh, it's fine. It'll get better. All pretty shocking for someone unused to field work. So, 007, lots to be done. Are you ready to get back to work? With pleasure, M. With pleasure. I feel that uh, Ray Fiennes was just really channeling Bernard Lee there. You know, he's looking at his, looking at some files. He doesn't really notice Bond coming in and, and, uh, and uh, oh what oh oh okay hey Bond or whatever he says you know and it just it just felt so Bernard Lee like there I just love it and then they stand up you know shoulders back and you know are you ready to get back to work it's so cool you know with pleasure M <laughs> because Bond uh, and Ray finds his character they were not they were not seeing eye to eye so I just feel like the line of with pe- pleasure M. Yes. And he says M very deliberately. I think it's that's his way of just saying, Yeah, you're my boss. I, I trust and I believe in you. I will I will do what you I'll I'll go where you send me. Well and I think that trust is both ways. Because right. Mallory has seen now that Bond is not the wreck and the old man that he that he thought he was earlier. Not everybody gets a clean way out of this game. Right. It's no shame to say you haven't lost a step. You know, Mallory in the beginning of this movie doesn't necessarily trust Bond, but after you know the Granborough Road chase, uh, yeah. where it ends, in, you know, in that uh, hearing, uh, and then all the things that happen with M at the end. There's a trust that happens both ways. I think that feels. But I love what you said, where, you know, uh, Mallory, you know, Ray Fines is channeling the old M's. <laughs> right. I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love that room. By the way, mm. they brought back the padded door. The padded door. Which the, just the double gave, doors. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. It just gave me such comfort. <laughs> and I bet a lot of you know older James Bond fans who love those scenes with uh, Bernard Lee um, probably picked up on that right away and said, oh, this is great. Yep. We're back. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of the neat thing of the Daniel Craig's is that they just. They kept revealing layers of the old Bond. You know, we started in Casino Royale with very few gadgets, and and um, we just everything just kept being added. You know, yeah. Q comes in, finally, Money Penny's back. Um, you know, all that stuff. By the end, we're using more gadgets, and and oh, it's it's just it's it's kind of fun how they did that. I'll go on record and say I did not know that that was Eve Money Penny. I didn't know really? that was money. On the very first, I remember watching it. I'll never forget the first watching of Skyfall. It's, <laughs> it's my number one. So. It is your favorite one. Um, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised yeah. that that ended up being the case. I thought that was a really cool way to now recreate uh, Money Penny and that character. Totally. And I cannot recall at all if I was surprised or not. I don't think it blew me away, though. I, I feel like I had a an, an, an inkling. Okay. <laughs> but this definitely wasn't mind-blowing, but it was like, yeah, I like that. That's cool. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah. And now, yeah, now she's not in the field anymore. <laughs> right, right. That's all right. Not everyone has to be. Yep. All right. And what's your number two, brother? Number two. You're going to love this one, too. It's Casino Royale. Casino Royale, just 
so awesome. And and a lot happens again. It starts out with Bond on a yacht in Venice. He's discussing uh, Vesper on the phone with M. He also delivers that famous line, which is the end of the uh, Casino Royale novel, you know. You don't trust anyone, do you, James? No. Then you've learnt your lesson. Get back as soon as you can. We need you. Will do. If you do need time... Why should I need more time? Job's done. The bitch is dead. And that's a very tough. You can just see. You can just see in in Bond's demeanor how hardened he is at this point, after the betrayal of Vesper. You know, and while he's talking to Emmy, he's looking through her bag, and he finds a a phone in there, um, her cell phone, with a clue to tracking down Mister White. She left her cell phone. She must have known I'd check it. She knew you were you. Then after that, we just cut to this gorgeous Lake Como estate, this beautiful building where Mr. White is driving up. And um, as he gets out of his car, his phone rings, Hello. he answers it, and is promptly shot in the leg. <laughs> he's crawling through the sand. You can tell he's in such pain. Oh, yeah. And uh, Bond just walks up holding this high-powered, amazing-looking sniper rifle. In a three-piece suit. In a three-piece back. Yep. And then he utters his famous line, finally. The name's Bond. James Bond. Then we get the the gun barrel sequence, right. which they did in reverse mm-hmm. for the first couple Daniel Craig movies. It's such a cool ending to the movie, and I think it's even cooler when you realize the next movie just picks up right where that left off. And I will always contend: just watch those two movies in a row, <laughs> Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, one giant four-hour movie. <laughs> Because it makes Quantum of Solace better, and and it just ties everything together. The the Vesper storyline really, I mean, it really never ends. But you could say it ends at the end of Quantum of Solace with what we just talked about, and then the end of Casino Royale just goes right into that so well. It's oh, it's just so much fun, and I bet you love this one too. <laughs> I do. Uh, I had it a little bit higher than you. <laughs> hint, hint. Wow. No, I, I think it's gorgeous. There's nothing. There's nothing not to like about this. They have the literary uh, nod, the three-piece suit going back to Goldfinger. Finally saying Bond, James Bond. I have no problem with the gun barrel at the end. It's James Bond becoming James Bond in yet another moment in this film. And I think they did it beautifully. Martin Campbell only makes beautiful films. Yeah. Please make some more Martin Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I absolutely love this one. Uh, it absolutely should be on there. So I'm excited to hear your number one. <laughs> but before we do that, let's do a review. Of your top 10 best ending, number 10 was You Only Live Twice, Kissy Suzuki and James Bond on the Raft Submarine. Number 9, Dr. No, Honey Rider, somewhat being rescued by Felix Leiter. Number 8, Tomorrow Never Dies, Waylin and James Bond hiding in the wreckage. 
Number seven, No Time to Die, M's Toast and the Swans Driving Off in the Aston Martin. Number six, Goldfinger, both Goldfinger's Airplane Fight and Pussy Galore Underneath the Parachute. Number five, The Living Daylights, Cara Malovi's performance. Number four, Quantum of Solace, I Never Left. Number three, M's British Bulldog, and Mallory puts 007 back to work. Number two, Casino Royale, Vesper's Clue to Mr. White, and Bond, James Bond. And with that, AJ, what is your number one all-time best ending? Number one. Well, I think most people can guess because... Honor Master's Secret Service has to be number one, at least for me. It's the one where Bond gets married. So after the big conclusion with uh, Blofeld, we, we cut to their wedding. Your Royal Highnesses, my lords, ladies and gentlemen, the toast is the bride and bridegroom, Mr. and Mrs. James Bond. Beautiful wedding, tons of flowers everywhere. You have all the important people in Bond's life there with M and Q and a tearful Miss Moneypenny. And he throws, right before he gets into the Aston Martin, he throws her his hat, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then as they're driving off, car with some young young kids in it kind of te- tease <laughs> them right, about all right. the flowers on their, on their vehicles. So, of course, Bond stops and says, yeah, we do. Kind of look like a flower shop. Or <laughs> yeah, some fun line. And then Bond and Tracy just have a, a neat little back and forth. Yeah, it's it's kind of playful, but also, you know, Tracy has the line. Anyway, you have given me a wedding present. The best I could have. A future. A future. And then unfortunately, uh, with Blofeld driving, Irma Bunt, they, they do a drive-by shooting. Irma Bunt... You know, opens fire with a machine gun on them. Bond, you know, Bond is ready to give chase and looks over and, and, and Tracy was hit. And she dies in that exchange. It, it's a pretty amazing. I'm not a big fan of Lazenby. I do think he did a great job on the end of this movie. Yeah. It's all right. It's quite all right, really. She's having a rest. We'll be going on soon. There's no hurry, you see. We have all the time in the world. There's no hurry, you see. We have all the time in the world. Just just an amazing ending. And then they, uh, the last shot of the movie is the front windshield with the one bullet hole and the spider cracks all around it. You know, kind of blurred out a little bit, and then they and then they go to the um, the credits. Uh, it's it's just an especially for that time for 1969, just an um, an amazing choice to 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 do that. First of all, to to have Bond fall in love and get married that's that's a big step, and then to immediately take that away from him and and have him suffer such a devastating loss and 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 that ends the movie i mean it's got to be number one (laughs) (laughs) 
it's really high on my list, but it isn't number one for me. But I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying. And this is something that up to this point we'd never seen before. Yep. Right? So all of the time, all the endings for Sean Connery up to this point are he's in the arms of a woman and there's a there's a, a fun line and then fade and whatever. And it's just, you know, it's a, a really, it leaves you happy. You walk out, everything is good. The bad guy's gone and, you know, James Bond is is gets the girl and, and we move on. But this is the first time where something different happened. And and honestly, they didn't replicate that for a long time. You know, where it ends on a down note. Right. You know, this is an it's an incredible uh choice that they made. Uh I I actually I love it. I agree. I, I think your portrayal of it is is fantastic. Um the shots at the end, you know, you can't not see that windshield with the bullet hole. You know, and the slightly faded, it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. It's really high on my list. It just yeah. wasn't number one. And, and I, I can see why it wouldn't be number one for a couple of reasons. One, well, the main one is after just a brief pause, it kicks into the 007, <laughs> it's, the it's James a, Bond theme. Yeah, it's a 1969 version of Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it cuts, yeah. It does. The, it's yeah, jarring. It's a little jarring. Yeah, it's, it's. Uh, but I think the producers wanted to just remind everyone Bond will be back. Yep. Um, well, Bond is fine. Yeah, Bond is fine. <laughs> he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be ready to go. Oh, yeah. And um, I still contend that the beginning of Diamonds Are Forever would have been incredible with George Lazenby. Yep. I was actually thinking the same thing. Because you see that. It would have made more sense. Why, yeah. why is why is Connery on such a okay. rampage? Yeah, why is Bond in the beginning of Diamonds Are Forever on such a rampage? Right. It would have made because as a kid watching it, I, I didn't really put two nope. and two together. You there. just think he's going after Blofeld, which that's what he does. So that's okay, what he does. yeah. But there's nothing. There's less feeling behind it. Yep. the The emotional aspect of it is is not as present as it should have been yeah. for sure. And I also agree with what you said that George Lazenby was really good in that moment, you know, and, and I don't, I, I'm not as huge a fan of, of uh, George Lazenby either. Um, but boy, you can't argue what he did there. You, you know, right. all the cards on the table, just beautiful delivery of, of lines. You just, I felt it. I was there. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that moment and it's a great ending. Yeah, I did debate. I mean, it's not like it's number one. And nothing's close. I did debate between that one and Casino Royale. A lot of great ones. Yeah. Casino Royale is just so good. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just can't I can't deny the how amazing that was. So that's my that's my top ten. Um we only matched up uh five times. I thought it'd be more. Well, five's pretty good. That is pretty good. But yeah, I'm excited to hear what other <laughs> what other ones you All right. came up with. So let's let's jump right into your list. All right. Well, my number ten was actually Skyfall. You'll probably be impressed it was that low. I am. Well, not impressed. I'm surprised. Yeah. You know, wow. So <laughs> that one just that one wow knocked it down that far. Huh? It just Wow. It's it's cold water in the face, man. It it crushes me. Um uh. it's a great it is a great ending and it probably should be higher. <laughs> I'm just such a huge fan of Skyfall. Sometimes I feel like I need to um bring some things lower on my yeah. list. Just maybe you expect <laughs> maybe expect perfection from it. Right. And uh, you know, there are some things that maybe aren't perfect. Yeah. Um my number nine was uh, Live and Let Die. I put okay. Tee so we have the Tee train fight yep. when Bond thinks he's fine, uh, you know, he's, he's away, he's with Solitaire. What are you going to do on a train, says Felix? Why would you bother traveling by train? <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> and then there's Teehee, and they have a really good, really good fight sequence. It's a good fight sequence. Not all Roger, Roger Moore's Moore. are good. Yeah. This one I thought was really good. It, you know, yep. and it's just it, tight quarters, and I think they do a really nice job. You know, it gets a little campy once he gets to the, you know, the snippers and the uh, mechanical arm, but whatever. Right. Um, you know, the danger was there. You, you definitely felt that. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Why did Teehee even bother to go to assassinate Bond? I because mean, Mr. Big's gone. That's uh, true. K- Kananga's gone. There's no reason. He's basically a, you know, a hired gun. Well, we talk about this in Henchmen, too. Go back and check out our, our uh, episode on Henchmen, because we definitely talk about Teehee. Yeah. We felt, uh, at least we talked about in that one, that Teehee had way more loyalty to uh, Kananga than a normal henchman might. Right. Right. Obviously, like, you know, Jaws didn't have any loyalty to Drax. Right. You know, it was he was literally a hired gun. He but, was a hired assassin. But yeah. he ran a significant portion of that business and that, yeah. you know, franchise that they had going. Yep. Kananga trusted him. Right. And I wonder if there was an aspect of just loyalty if since he will probably be the number one in that organization now moving forward, if it still exists. You know, that he has to go out and, and revenge, right. you know, the killer of his boss. I don't know. I I, yeah. I never really had a problem with that. I thought... I never thought about it until I, w- I was just reading about reading about Teehee a little sure. bit recently and probably for the henchman episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And yeah, and somebody, somebody brought up a point about... Why would he bother? Why would he bother? Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Maybe Kananga and... Teehee Johnson grew up together or sure. something and yeah so they really have a loyalty to each other but I, I always appreciated their uh their relationship in yeah. their scenes together uh, it, it felt to me more than just a henchman it felt like a number two in a you know like a Largo to a Blofeld you right know, something like that yeah um so I I liked it yeah now the question I have is what happened to Baron Samity. Exactly. He's just sitting on the end of the train <laughs> laughing. And it's a fun little ending. <laughs> it is a fun ending. <laughs> I think I like the idea of Baron Samity more than I actually like Baron Samity. Yeah. Because he doesn't really do that he much. Does, he does, <laughs> yeah, he dances. And yeah. He's not even a very good fighter. He's so. a voodoo guy and, and I guess there's that but he's yeah. I don't know. He, he doesn't do that much but he does. So yeah. uh, I, I, I like that one. Cool. Yeah. And anything with solitaire so you know I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, my number eight, uh, I did Moonraker. Moonraker. <laughs> no, I. that's an honorable mention. That's 13th for okay, me. Okay, all right. Not, we're not that far off. Fantastic. I don't feel so bad then. I, there's something about that one that uh, I, I think is kind of uh, magical. I, I don't know. They're they're floating in midair, obviously. Yep. You know, Their doing, clothes are floating in midair. Right, doing what yep. they do. Zero and, gravity. And, you know, they have the moment where they tune in uh, with all of the people M and, and whatever seeing what's happening. And yep. <laughs> um, but I, I really like the, the last line Lois Child says, yep. uh, you know, take me around the world one more time. I That's just great. think it's a really sweet, cool line. And I know she's on record saying she hated it. Really? She hated it and uh. hated that scene because they're, you know, they're on wires and it's incredibly uncomfortable and all that <laughs> stuff. But I bet it is. I thought the effect was really good. I thought it was really yeah. fun. I think there's two reasons that that ending works where it probably should have bombed completely (laughs) the first reason is q delivers the stupidest line (laughs) but he does it he does it straight yeah he's not looking he's not (laughs) looking when he says the line i don't want to say it yeah (laughs) let's make him say it my god what's bond doing 
I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. But he's not looking, so he's deli- he's actually saying it seriously. Because he's probably looking at the satellite yeah. of the the actual shuttle coming down. Yeah, he's down looking at some video. <laughs> attempting re-entry. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, if he's if he's like saying that tongue-in-cheek... It's gonna. It's stupid, <laughs> right? But he's actually saying it seriously. And then the other reason I think it works is because of Lois Childs and the way she just brings kind of a a seriousness because her voice is so. She has a great voice. Yes, she does. Just really, you you take her seriously, and so even though it, it's silly, when she delivers that line that you like, yeah, it works yeah. because because she, you take her seriously. Yep, she's one of the. I, I would believe her that she is a an astronaut and she's a NASA scientist, <laughs> you know, whereas other, you know, characters, maybe you don't believe their right. stature. Yeah. But, but her, I do. Yeah. So I, 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 don't, I, don't, know. I don't mind it. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. And I'm glad you had it at least in your top half. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, my number seven is one I bet you don't have, and I can't wait to hear where you put it. Uh, Thunderball, I like the sky hook with Domino. Yep. Um, and... I, what I I, I think the reason I it has grown uh, for me enjoying it more uh, is that the, there's that cool moment in uh, the Dark Knight where they Batman uh, Christian Bale's character and Morgan Freeman's are talking about how they're going to get somebody out of China without the plane landing. Okay, and it's Skyhook. It's the exact same thing. Oh wow! Morgan Freeman's character he said, uh, "Well, the CIA developed a uh, a way of doing this from a plane in the '60s." Yep. And I'm like, wait. They're just they're talking about Thunderball. Yeah. <laughs> there have this has to be a Thunderball reference. So well, actually that is a thing. It's, yeah. It's called the Fulton Skyhook. It's, okay. It's an actual thing. I, I don't I doubt it's used very often. <laughs> how it could it be? Doesn't that's seem very safe. No, incredibly dangerous. And how do you land? Your that, poor that's, spine. That's my yeah. <laughs> and because of those reasons, yeah. Right. I had it at seventeen. Okay. And also that's there, higher than I thought it would be. Well, there's absolutely no dialogue. Nope. You get you get Domino's cute little quizzical mm-hmm. looks, which yep. you know, hey, I don't mind those. Nope. But totally fine too. <laughs> But yeah, I, I found it just to be a little too over the top. Yeah, and uh, it's it's light in some areas and too much in others. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like that one. There's something about <laughs> it that I don't know. I just like it. It yeah. just ends up on my list. Well, it's so. it's it's Uber Bond. Yes, it is. I mean, only Bond would pull this <laughs> off and be holding his female counterpart with him, right, while being. <laughs> Skyhook into know, the air. I know, guys. There's no way that yeah. he's going to hang on to Domino. I know. When that plane, like, <laughs> it just whips him. Yeah. You know, they go from sitting there to a uh, hundred and something miles an hour. Well, I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming there's a little elasticity sure. going on. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a quick takeoff for sure. Yeah, neither so. of us were physics majors, so <laughs> we'll just leave that to someone else. But yeah. but you're right. I, Somebody like, thought this up. <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. There you <laughs> Clearly, go. I like Number it. Number seven. All right, so my number six uh, is a repeat of, of yours. We talked about that. No Time to Die, M's Toast. And, there you go. Uh, the Swans Driving Away in the Aston Martin. Just beautiful. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised my number five didn't make your list. Okay. And I guess the question I have from, from Rush With Love, does it start with the Rosa Klebb scene where she's trying to get the elector? Or is it just the straight ending? Because I think you could say the climax uh, from Rush With Love is the train sequence with Well, the climax. Red Grant. Well, the climax is the explosions in the okay. in the water. Right. So I do think it includes Rosa Klebb's okay. s- 
trying to steal the lector back sure. and then her uh, dagger shoe fight, <laughs> which is kind of lame. Sure is. It's not a not a great fight. Yeah, how is Bond struggling that much? I, <laughs> I mean, he yeah. knows he he probably knows the dagger's poisoned. But before we go into all that, I want to hear why you have it number six. I, I it was it's five. I but I, I oh, love five. I don't know. There's something about the the canals and and you know the two of them together because I I think Tatiana Romano is just so sweet. I love her. Um, and they just, you know, <laughs> I just think it's a really nice uh, ending. It's it's akin to the, the the endings of the Conneries of, you know, Dr. Knows and You Only Live Twice. It's just yeah. a little bit more probably subdued. It probably shouldn't be five. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it probably should not be five. <laughs> hey, you can do a, you can do what I did, do a, <laughs> just a live it. on the spot move. Ah. But, but uh, yeah, there's three reasons. <laughs> There's three reasons that, because uh, I love From Rush With Love, I love Tatia Romanova, and I love Venice. It's one of All my those favorite things. locations. Right. However, I don't love the dagger shoe fight at all. Okay. Um, it ends cool with, you know, Tanya having to choose, oh, who am I going to shoot? You know, which I think. Did really, she really? actually is get it, that shot off? <laughs> one shot? Well, that that and, and really is there a choice. One of them's going to torture you. Right. And make you you know do horrible things and one of them is kind of nice to you but one of them is her country <laughs> yeah good point because she probably still doesn't know that she was being used by Spectre. maybe, maybe. by then maybe yeah. maybe bond has explained it to her but we don't see it on camera yeah, so we don't see it. i don't know it's country versus love right so the dagger shoe fights the one reason the second right. reason there's an obvious and oh, this the dr- edit yeah the edit yeah, it drives me crazy because i want to know why they did it, but you something can, in there. Yeah, you can hear it in the music. It it just it jumps a line. Yep. In the song, cause we finally get to hear Matt Monroe's song. <laughs> One so of your that, favorites. That's a that's a plus for me. <laughs> yep. So the edit just drives me crazy because yeah. I want to know what what was supposed to happen yeah. there. And then finally, I really kind of like the wow and Skyfall for you. I really hate the wave. Okay. He drops the yeah, video cassette, sure does. and then the last shot you see is him just doing that cheesy yeah. wave, and you know it's kind of cute, but it it didn't work for me. You're you're definitely convincing me. Um, <laughs> this shouldn't be number five. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean to convince you because no, mean, I th- we we both yeah. love from Russia with love and appreciate the movie. Yeah, it's just it's not my favorite ending. I I love all your points. Uh, and I will ad- adjust this one at oh, some point. There you <laughs> I, go. I need to think about that a little bit more. No problem. Uh, but I do like my top four, just like you liked your top four. Yeah. Uh, number four is I put on your Majesty's Secret Service. We have all the time in the world. Is number four. Number four. Wow. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, number three is the only one different that we had okay. uh, there. And I put Spectre. Yep. He had just taken down the helicopter with Blofeld in it. There's a crash, and Blofeld is basically uh, debilitated. He's you yep, know laying he's, in the street. Yeah, his leg is bleeding and face is scarred. And he comes up, yep, to try, and he's he's there. It's another opportunity for him to to uh, make a choice and finish the job. And Blofeld wants him to, uh, you know, and I think Blofeld knows what's about to happen he's caught he cannot get away there's no hope for him to get away he right. is in prison for the rest of his life and it's not <laughs> going to be a pleasant kind of prison right which we later see in no time to die it wasn't yeah. a pleasant prison <laughs> very solitary <laughs> although he still was you know able to do his job and work yeah <laughs> uh, but then bond was left with a choice he emptied the gun he's out of bullets he says uh, and then he looks, he can see both sides of the bridge, and it was a very literal choice. Mm. Pick a side. Oh, you yeah. can either continue to work for MI6, 
or you can attempt to have a future um, without MI6, potentially, likely, because right. Madeline has already said she can't do that life again, Yeah, uh, and choose Madeline. And he takes that moment, and then we see him just walk off. And yep. it was this, you know, and watching that movie, that was potentially the end of Daniel Craig as James Bond. It could have been. Nobody knew if he was coming back. They Everybody yeah. knew they wanted him back, but that could have been it. They yep. they wrote it, so that could have been the moment, the last time we see Daniel Craig as James Bond. Yep. That's number 12 for me. Okay. I mean, it's right. It was close. Yeah. I think it was 10 for quite a while, and I did some adjusting. So, yeah. It's it's very impactful ending with some obvious repercussions right. going on there with, with his choices and things. It's just, yeah, really good. Cool. Uh, my two and one are, are very similar to yours. Uh, Quantum of Solace, I Never Left. Love it. Yeah. Uh, and then number, my number one is Casino Royale. <laughs> oh, Casino man, Royale. It's so good. You're number two, my number one. So yep. we're pretty close. Uh, but man, it's gorgeous. And I know. And James Bond. Yeah, so many things about Casino Royale they just nailed. Absolutely. <laughs> like the the beginning and the ending of that, just incredible. Yeah. I think Casino Royale for you is number one in pre-title sequence, wasn't it? Oh, my. So now it's number one at end, beginning and ending. Yeah. Casino Royale was my number one. Yep. Yeah. So the beginning and the ending of one movie is it for you. That's... Uh, obviously, I like uh, Casino Royale. Yeah. No, <laughs> for sure. And what's not to? It's it's a really good movie. Well, did you have any honorable mentions you want to bring up? All right. Well, this one's going to make you laugh. <laughs> and it was in my top 10 for quite a while. Okay. And that's The Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> I'm shocked. I know. I'm shocked. <laughs> Maybe it's because the we did. The knickknack fight. The knickknack fight. The glass in the bed. The it's so dumb. O. James. It's the so good dumb. Good night. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Good night, sir. <laughs> All that. And the stupid uh, wow. when the um, the antenna goes up and, <laughs> and he has that stupid yes. innuend double entendre line. Uh-huh. And then the shot of Knickknack tied up in the, uh, tethered up in the lines. Right. Yep. That one was in your top 10 for a while, huh? Yeah, I think it was 10 for okay. a while. All right. And but <laughs> But then that awesome song comes Ye- in. What? That's your thing. I know I love the song, but that's what sells it for you? Well, that's part of it, yeah. But for some reason, I don't know. Something about that one I like. Okay. So maybe because I'm, it's finally over. I do. <laughs> <laughs> because I know the movie's over finally. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, that's awful. But yeah. But they do. It's it's a reprise of it, and it, it's really soft, and then it just rocks right. out. I like the reprise yeah. of of the of the song for sure. And Not the song, just the reprise. Just, just the so reprise. We're clear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the song. It's right. it's not like last on my list, but yeah, Fair enough. wasn't top ten. All right, but yeah, that one's probably a little high at eleven. But yeah, I had Spectre twelve, Moonraker thirteen, sure, and then of course the Spy Who Loved Me. I was me. just gonna say, where's Spy Who Loved <laughs> I know. Me? It's a little too silly, and and frankly, I I can't have it on when the kids are. No, around you can't <laughs> because you just can't. She's basically yeah, she yeah. looks phenomenal. But uh, uh-huh. anyway, <laughs> and then yeah, the keeping the British end up. So it's right. kind of hokey, and then it comes in with the, the the male chorus. Nobody does, you know. Not my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So terrible reprise. But yeah, it is neat. The um, you know where Anya's threatening to finish, finish, yeah. finish the mission right. that she's never 
failed at. And um, so there's some cool stuff about it. What about License to Kill? Because you, I know you liked this one. Where did they go? At least on this list, I have an 18. Wow. Yeah. Right, I swore we right had below conversations where you're like, ah, oh, I really like that ending. And I'm like, no, it's uh, lame. What I think I meant the by... The dialogue is what I don't like about it. I know. Yeah. What I think I meant by the ending is I like the song at the end. I really love the song, If You Asked Me To, sure. by Patti LaBelle. It's just a beautiful... Yeah beautiful 80s ballad it's just it's gorgeous all right but yeah i don't really <laughs> i mean i kind of like how he makes a choice you know and but yeah you're right the dialogue is silly yeah and then the final shot of the just that fish statue <laughs> like for no reason right, i forgot about I mean, that what's the significance there i have no idea yeah, so. i don't know so just yeah. a cute way of i guess getting out of the movie i guess yeah I had Live and Let Die at five, 15 from Rush with Love, okay. 16. Right. So, I mean, and Thunderball, 17. So, we were pretty close. Yeah. Like, I bet our bottom eight are <laughs> very Probably similar. Probably very similar. Yes, yeah. they are. Do you think we'll ever do a worst ending I think list? this would be a fun to do a worst right. ending list. Well, then we'll save that. Yeah. Well, we'll do that. My bottom three, I and think, then I can are adjust really bad. Uh, from Rush with Love. We'll see if it goes from my top ten to my bottom ten. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Episodes. That would be kind of fun. Because <laughs> it might now. You've made such really, really good points. I yeah. think I like the romance of it. And, oh, I um, love, well, I love Venice. You, you can't... Yeah, Venice, but the execution was not Execution not there. was bad, yeah. All right. you, I think yeah. you're right. And you can't hear, like, the water at all. The sound, like, the sound editing in that, in that ending is right. just not good. Like, all of a sudden, you hear the... <laughs> Keep vi- piling it on. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the video, <laughs> like, the video camera yeah. rolling because yeah. those two people are filming them right. from on the bridge. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> we can hear that, I guess. <laughs> but no i yes, love all of this is correct <laughs> and i i can't debate any of it okay. it's all right you're 100 percent right <laughs> i am wrong about for much with love well, hey i had man with a golden <laughs> gun at 11 so we're, we can't all be perfect that's just surprising that's it's not all bad i know but I, I it's probably just because <laughs> we did so much research on man with a golden gun last week sure. on the that episode so yeah maybe it's just <laughs> and and Mary Goodnight, honestly, she keeps getting better in my eyes. I, I know. No. She's she's pretty cool. I know a couple of listeners that are are gonna be jaws dropping right now <laughs> with that comment. That's really? awesome. Okay. Well, but we can talk about next week's episode. Oh, it's a big one, it's folks. One of the big ones, one of the biggest, probably. We're gonna be yeah. doing the top ten Bond. James Bond women. Women. So yeah, this one we've been looking forward to. Yep. Such a huge aspect of the Bond so movies. So tune in to see if AJ puts uh, Britt Eklund <laughs> into that one. But before we go, uh, we do have trivia. We want to uh, see if AJ's come up with this one while he's been uh, regaling us with all the things that are wrong about From Rush With Love's <laughs> ending. Uh, so James Bond frequently ends a mission in the arms of a beautiful woman, but how many times has a film ended where James Bond does not have a woman with him, excluding Honor Magic's Secret Service? I'm going to say four. Bing! Four. Casino Royale. Yep. Quantum of Solace. Skyfall. Yeah. And No Time to Die, where he's with nobody. Correct. Because <laughs> he's not and then of course, around anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't count on her Massey Secret Service, who he's technically still with Tracy. 
Yeah, they really liked to beat up Daniel Craig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and leave him alone at the end. Yeah, pining yeah. and, and uh, brooding and Spectre. being a very dark Bond. Spectre's <laughs> the only time he, he walked away with uh, yeah. his best gal with him. There you go. Well done, brother. Well done. <laughs> All right, well, check us out uh, next time where we do a huge topic, uh, the all-time top 10 women. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next time. This has been an episode of Brotherly Bond, the James Bond Top 10 List Podcast. If you like what you've heard, be sure to give us a kind review. If you'd like to let us know what Top 10 Lists you want to hear in future episodes, or if you want to share your own Top 10 Lists with us, you can reach us on Facebook at Brotherly Bond, or feel free to email us at BrotherlyBond007 at gmail.com. Never fear, James Bond will return. Brotherly Bond, the James Bond Top 10 List Podcast is in no way affiliated with James Bond, Eon Productions, or the Ian Fleming Estate. Music by Davey Allen. Hope you enjoyed the show. Good night. Nobody does me pleasure. Makes me feel sad for the rest. Nobody does it half as good as you, baby, you're the best.